good day beautiful people and welcome to gumbo for the soul a podcast this is a happy place this is a welcome place and this is a safe place uh, today is wellness wednesday wellness wednesday and i wanted to talk about having carpal tunnel um what it's like to have carpal tunnel like a day in the life of a person who has carpal tunnel uh, i was diagnosed with carpal tunnel several years ago uh, i know it's been over five years i was diagnosed with carpal tunnel there may be a lot of people who know what that is but just in case you don't know uh carpal tunnel is a syndrome it's very common um it causes numbness tingling and pain in the hand and forearm and uh i was uh double blessed i have carpal tunnel um on both sides so i have carpal tunnel on my left in my left wrist and carpal tunnel on my right um the condition occurs when one of the major nerves to the hand the median nerve is squeezed or compressed as it travels through the wrist in most patients carpal tunnel syndrome gets worse over time if untreated for too long it can lead to permanent dysfunction of the hand including loss of sensation in the fingers and weakness for this reason it's very important um to get it diagnosed and to treat it promptly um early symptoms so these are some symptoms or ways um for you to um, be able to tell if you have carpal tunnel or not like i said you have numbness and you have tingling and you have pain in your hand or your forearm uh, it is a oh, basically it's an overuse injury. So if you do any type of work where you are uh, repetitiously, or if there's any type of repetition in your work, um, that would be, for example, uh, if you type a lot, uh, if you are a cook or a chef, if you work on any type of production in any type of production where you use your hands uh, over and over and over. Like I said, it's an overuse injury. Um, I first started having problems with my hands when I was I'm working at um, a company called train we used to put together air conditioning units and we used the air drills so you know that's when I first started noticing um, you know problems with my hands you know but you know being young you kind of brush that off you know then of course I went to the military uh, and being in the military you know it's like being an athlete you know you're doing a lot of the same things over and over and over of course you know i was injured when i was in the military uh my lower my ankles like i had uh stress fractures in both my ankles from being in the military so that caused me to be not be able to work on a job where you have to stand on your feet for a long period of time uh you know so of course i got out of the military and i went ahead and got my teaching degree and you know of course when you're teaching you have to do a lot of typing so that's you know that's the repetitious part of being a teacher because you do a lot of typing you know typing up lesson plans you know doing research uh you know you're basically the position that your hands have to be in in order for you to type um that's not really good for a person that has a carpal tunnel um also uh one of my passions is also cooking uh you know which is why i you know wrote the cookbooks and everything so being a cook or a chef you use your hands a lot and your wrists basically your wrists control your hands so think about that when you're cooking when you're mixing when you're measuring when you're pouring 
uh, all the different things that are involved you know cooking is a hands-on event it's a hand-on a hands-on activity so the more you use your hands the more problems that you're going to have out of your hands so you have to make a decision you know a daily decision every day it's either i don't use my hands or i use my hands we use our hands every day i mean we have to write things uh you know you have to brush your teeth you know you have to put your clothes on take your clothes off you have to zip things you have to button things uh in the kitchen when you're cooking you have to cut things you have to chop things you have to dice things you have to open things you have to pour things you have to stir things you have to mix things um so with me uh living with this for i i know it's been over 10 years now uh that i've lived with carpal tunnel um i have i have had to figure out ways around it or figure out ways you know to where it won't affect um the daily activities that i have to do but every now and again um if i uh, use my hands too much or if i do one particular thing for for too long um my hands will just give out they'll just give out and i won't be able to use them uh i have had the carpal tunnel release surgery on my left wrist the uh they wanted me to have surgery on both wrists but i only had surgery on my left wrist um i was working um for a pound cake company at the time and so i you know i didn't want to be without the use of both my hands so i just did it on the left wrist and i had to wear a um sling for about a week and i also had a new baby at the time and um you know my baby of course he didn't understand you know what was going on but uh fortunately his father you know was there at the time so he was able you know to do everything when it came to taking care of, of my baby now the issue with having carpal tunnel um I, I know it affects everybody differently um but these are the ways that um it affects me um whenever i'm cooking a lot of the times i can't feel uh, i can't feel my pinky or my ring finger and i also have problems with my thumb and my pointer finger like i have severe pain in those areas so just for me to do something that i love and enjoy sometimes i have to take a break you know like when it comes to mixing something so i have figured out you know all like i said all kind of ways to work around it you know I, I use a mixer i use a blender like it's difficult for me to whisk things things that need to be whisked if i have to use a whisk to beat something more than likely i'm not going to do it by hand or i'm going to have to ask somebody to help me when it comes to certain things like that if i don't have a, a can opener i have to have like the electric can opener or i have to have somebody open the cans uh for me um so even when i'm cooking i have to have help now it's like i said it's a lot of ways to work around that and it's really easy for you to still like i um, was saying it is very very easy to find ways to work around um having carpal tunnel um when I was working for the pound cake company, I was the um, operation operations manager. You know, so of course, the only thing I had to do was train the other employees how to do, you know, a specific job. You know, and then once I trained them, you know, then they could do the different jobs. You know, as far as, um, you know, even opening up a container or sweeping, 
uh you know mopping um different things like that um having to make a topping you know when you make a topping a lot of times you have to use a whisk so once i would train you know the employees how to do a certain task you know only thing i had to do was oversee it now the only thing that i couldn't get around was you know typing um you know uh, having to use my hands to do different things like that but even uh sometimes I have issues when it comes to using my cell phone because you know all cell phones they're touchscreen now uh so sometimes you know when i can't feel my fingers you know and i'm trying to type something or if i'm having issues you know with my thumb and my pointer finger uh i can't really hold my phone uh having carpal tunnel uh you know sometimes you have to pay attention sometimes people aren't just clumsy you know sometimes people are having um issues with their hands so a lot of times um, I will drop things and it's not because I'm clumsy I'll drop it because I, I can't really feel it because my hand is numb so I would say about 50% at least 50% of my day uh, my hands are numb they're either numb or they're in pain and uh, like I was saying I had surgery I had the carpal tunnel release surgery on my left wrist and I don't really um, I mean the only difference I can tell between my left hand and my right hand is that my left hand doesn't hurt as much as my right hand does. It doesn't hurt as much. Um, but the numbness that occurs in my hands, uh, I'm going to describe it for you. Uh, you know that feeling that you get when your foot falls asleep and then your foot wakes up and it feels like, like the static that you see? Like, have you ever seen the screen, the static on the TV? When the TV, like, you know... Well, I don't know if they still do that, but uh, back in the day with the old TVs, like when there was no signal on the screen, it would be just like a whole bunch of static. You could see the static on the screen and hear the static. Um, that's what it feels like, um, you know, when my hands are numb. But in the run of a day, like I said, um, over 50% of my day, my hands are numb or they're in pain. But with this being an overuse injury, uh, how, <laughs> how, are are my hands supposed to uh get well or how am i supposed to not be in pain when i have to use my hands every day like i said i have to cook i have to clean and i have to take care of my children uh fortunately whenever i was in a relationship uh he actually was a big help you know he would you know change that you know he would change diapers you know he would get them dressed you know he would do their hair you know he would bathe them for me but i mean now I mean, you know, being a single parent, uh, I mean, everything is on me. So, you know, just you do the math on that. Uh, if I have a disability where my hands are messed up and it's an overuse injury, like my hands are messed up because I have to use my hands a lot. So now with me being a single parent, I have to use my hands even more. So that has accelerated. It has sped up. <laughs> the process of my hands getting worse but even with all that being said um like i said i had the surgery on my left hand uh and they want me to have surgery on my right but i don't want to go back um under anesthesia again because i mean i just don't trust it and like i said i mean i'm a single parent so it's like if if i have to have surgery like i mean and then with me being diagnosed with um anxiety like i don't really I don't really um, want to leave my children. You know what I'm saying? I don't really want to leave them in the care of anybody really for like a long period of time. Uh, so 
you know, of course, I have to have, you know, like a nanny or a babysitter, but those are hard to find as well. Like, it's hard to find a person, you know, that's going to care about your children like you care about them. But uh, sometimes, you know, I'm able to find one and they'll come help me for a couple of hours, three or four hours. And the funny thing about that is when they do come, uh, the first thing that I get them to help me with is giving them a bath, you know, just giving them a bath. Um, because if you have carpal tunnel and your hands go numb, like I have a phobia of, you know, just like I drop stuff, like I drop my phone, you know, like when I'm cooking, I drop things. Like I just, I don't want to, to, you know what I'm saying? Like if I'm bathing my two year old and he's in the bathtub, like if he slips and falls, like, you know, what if I can't catch him? So, um, but like I said, on the, on the days when I can't find anybody, I just have to do what I have to do. Also. The other um, part of the equation is, as far as my cooking and my catering business is concerned, that is one reason why um, I don't cater as much as I used to is because, you know, like I said, now with me being a single parent and with me having to deal with, um, you know, my hands, I don't know what, I don't know what I'm going to wake up to every day. It's like a different, it's a different story every day. I don't know if I'm going to wake up and not be able to use my hand. You know, and with it just being me, I don't want to take on like a big catering order, you know, and then not be able to to um, give the customer what I promised them. So uh, right now, uh, you know, I only take on catering orders when I know that I'm going to have somebody, you know, what I'm saying they can assist me. Um, but like I said, I still love cooking and that's still a passion of mine. But um, just imagine what that does, you know, to me <laughs> with the part as a person that. Uh, has also been diagnosed with um, anxiety you know I have anxiety because you know you think about all the things that you used to be able to do before you had you know these physical limitations so you know something as simple as like I said changing a a pull-up or uh, you know giving a bath like there's been times that my hand has given out and like literally right after I had my baby my hand gave out and I couldn't use my hand for like three days and uh, you know who I was my significant other at the time he literally had to help me take a bath you know so uh thankfully that hasn't happened thankfully um now like my hand it'll go out you know for a couple hours you know I won't be able to use it for a couple hours or so you know and then it'll um you know what I call it'll shake back it'll I'll be able to use it it'll still be numb but I can still use my hand so um now fast forward to now with me being able to call myself a day trader, you know, that affects my my day trading as well because I mean you I have to be on a computer. I have to use my hands, you know, to be able to day trade. But this is a safe space, like I said. And some of the things that um the doctor doctors actually, because when you go to the VA, I mean you have a primary caregiver, but I've seen different doctors uh from time to time. But some of the things that they have told me that I can do outside of having the the release surgery um I have to wear a wrist splint while I'm sleeping um they giving me exercises to keep the nerves mobile in my hands but then they also say avoid certain activities that aggravate your symptoms um I don't have the liberty I don't have the liberty to avoid (laughs) the activities that aggravate my symptoms anymore because like I said I don't have any help the only time that I have help is if I hire a nanny you know to come help me with the children so if um I want to cook something I have to cook it if they need something I have to do it 
you know if i need something i have to do it so i don't have that liberty to avoid the activities that aggravate my symptoms um or you can get a steroid injection now i tried that the steroid injections and i don't really feel like the steroid injections did any good it's almost like putting a band-aid on it i mean so um what i do now to um help myself you know or just work around the fact that i have carpal tunnel is i pray a lot you know i do my daily affirmations um i don't feed into all the anxiety that i have around it um i don't feed into you know of course some you know sometimes i have days where um it is stressful and it's very frustrating you know that's something as simple as uh i would just be honest uh i was trying to fix a smoothie uh just a few minutes ago and um there are certain cartons like i use oat milk and i use hemp milk when i make the smoothies and there's a carton there's a certain carton it has a plastic top on it and i couldn't get the plastic top open and there's no one here to open the carton for me so you know of course that was almost like a um a meltdown moment but i didn't i just took a deep breath and i thought to myself you know what just put that carton back in the refrigerator and get the other carton that's not made like that so i have to make a mental note to myself don't buy that kind anymore buy the other kind of carton that's easier for you to open so like i said there's always ways around it ways to work around it you know ways to work around your physical limitations to where they don't get you down and you don't have to sit and wallow in it um i don't know i have never um heard of anything that um will help make it better i mean of course i know you know there are certain foods you can eat to help with blood flow and different things like that and like i said i had the surgery for the release um and like i said i don't really feel like that that helped a whole lot it just this like i said this hand doesn't hurt as much as this hand um and like i said there's pain and as long as i keep using my hands i mean i'm gonna have issues with carpal tunnel i i love i love day trading so i'm gonna keep using my hands to day trade and i love cooking so i'm gonna keep using my hands to cook and my children are two years old and four years old so i'm gonna keep taking care of them <laughs> so there's really nothing that i can do to to uh stop the fact that my hands are gonna get worse um they've given me like i said they've given me pain pills but i'm not a i'm not a i'm not a pain pill person you know so um i wear my braces but i have to take my braces off um in the run of the night because if i have to pick up my child i can't pick up my child with the brace they also have given me braces to wear during the daytime but um i can't drive you know while i'm wearing the brace so i mean it becomes a hassle you know putting the brace on taking it off putting it on back on taking it off you know it's almost like what's the purpose of wearing the brace if you know i have to keep putting it on taking it off putting it on taking it off but anyway um i just wanted to go into detail about that and i also want to say as far as this being um wellness wednesday it's very important that if you do have physical limitations or um other people call them uh, disabilities but i like to think of it as a physical limitation you know don't beat yourself up about things that you can or can't do and and don't you know just dwell on the fact of don't think of all the things that you can't do don't think of all the things that you used to be able to do um it just dawned on me after almost 10 years of dealing with this um physical limitation that 
um i could get one of those little grabber things i don't know if you've seen them like people that pick up uh trash and stuff on the side of the road you know they have those little things with the handle with the little gripper on the end where you can grab things um that are on the ground or some you know sometimes people use them you know to grab things that are up too high for them i literally just ordered me one of those like a day ago because um i also have other physical limitations that make it difficult you know just for me to pick up things off the ground <laughs> uh and just because you have a physical limitation there's always a way to work around it so i'm really excited <laughs> about the fact that uh i'm gonna get one of those little grabber things but the drawback is um no i'm not even gonna think about the drawback the, the positive part of it is i'm gonna have a grabber and i'm gonna be able to use that to pick up things you know that i couldn't pick up before and the other thing I want to say is don't judge a book by its cover because you may look at a person and you may see them doing certain things, but they're still telling you out of their mouth that they have a disability and they need help. Um, it's, it's a big deal for a person with a disability to ask somebody else for help, especially if they used to be uh, able to be um, self-sufficient and now they have to ask for help that's a big deal to them just to be able to ask for help and you don't need to shut a person down or make a person feel bad for having a physical disability or a physical limitation if you're willing to help that person um it actually makes the situation worse where they don't even want to ask you for help if you're going to complain about helping them or you're going to tell them oh it doesn't look like anything's wrong with you or if you say well you keep telling me that you can't do this and you can't do that but i see you're still doing it a lot of the things that i do on a daily basis is only because i have to do it and if i don't do it it's not going to get done that doesn't mean that i don't have physical limitations um because i have receipts i can show you receipts that i am a uh, disabled veteran and i'm at 90 percent i'm a 90 percent the the I'm yeah I'm a 90% disabled veteran so from the outside looking in it may not seem like that um, and I'm not making excuses for myself or for anybody else but you need to not judge a book by its cover and um, like I said I just wanted to go into detail about carpal tunnel to help people understand you know what the the day-to-day -day, um, what it's like to live with carpal tunnel on a day-to-day -day basis it's not easy uh, it's not fun, but like I said, um, you can't let your physical limitations stop you. Um, if plan A doesn't work, like I said, there's 25 other letters in the alphabet. And if you can't find a person to help you, if you don't have the money to hire somebody to help you, they do have programs, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, can help you find a person to help you if you do have physical limitations. Um, but I pray about it. Like I said, I do my physical not physical sorry i do my daily affirmations uh i listen to a lot of music you know there's a lot of songs you know that have a lot of uh lyrics that help me on a day-to-day -day basis um prayer you know listening to my songs and doing my daily affirmations and knowing that uh i'm gonna reap what i sow so if i do good i'm gonna get good in return that's that's how i you know live my life every day if i do good i'm gonna get good in return uh i like I said, I'm honest. I do get frustrated, you know, like today I got frustrated when I couldn't open that carton. But like I said, I didn't I didn't let it um, get me down for too long. I took a moment. Uh, like I said, took a few deep breaths, uh, put the carton back in the refrigerator and grabbed the other carton 
that I could open by myself. And uh, from now on, like I said, I'm not going to buy that um, that type of carton anymore. Um, you know, as long as, you know, I don't have any help to help me open it. But it's just the daily simple things like that. You know, we can let those things, you know, get us down. But um, like I keep saying, don't focus on that. Don't focus on all the things that you used to be able to do that you can't do now. Focus on what you can do. You know, there are a lot of people. I know a lot of people. Um, you know, they have disabilities or physical limitations. And that is that would be my message to everybody that has a disability that is not visible. Um, you know, don't focus on what you can't do. Focus on what you can do and figure out, you know, what your happy place is. Like I said, cooking is my happy place, even though, <laughs> like I said, sometimes when I'm cooking, it reminds me of my physical limitations, but there are ways to work around it. There are several ways to work around it. So if you have any questions about um, carpal tunnel, um, you can, you know, message me or you can leave a comment. Um, you can also Google it and you just type in carpal tunnel syndrome. And like I said, I don't, there's really nothing that I have found that uh, lessens the <laughs> the pain of, of having carpal tunnel other than, like they said, um, not using my hands or, you know, not using my hands as much. Um, but once again, uh, thank you for listening. Um, my cookbook is titled Gumbo for the Soul. I have an adult version and I have a children's version. They are available for purchase on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and Books a Million. Um, you can also contact me and I can send you a signed copy as well. Um, thanks for listening. We are, we are loved. We are blessed. We are smart and we can do anything. We can work around our physical limitations. Um, take this as a reminder that no matter what you're going through, you can push forward and you can do whatever it is that you put your mind to. Thanks for listening. Until next time.